You are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? It's We Are Live. It's Chris Denman. I'm Marlon Waynes. I'm Travis Terrell. You're not. No, uh, but he didn't say, he didn't take it, so I wanted to take it. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. Lawrence, you could be the kidding. beardless Travis Terrell. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for kidding. Joined by Joey Diaz in What's town up, for How helium. Are you? Man. Better now, man. Yeah, great. Looking day. at a legend. Yeah, Arm's length from me. Sure. Hey, we got Joey Diaz here. More importantly, if it's not sold out by the time you hear this, you need to get your asses to Helium Comedy Club. If you're not familiar here in the St. Louis area, it's below uh, Weber Grill in the Galleria. So go check it out. Travis, when you're hollering at the high school girls later today, maybe pick oh, up some boy. tickets Gross. to uh, Joey's shows no, this weekend. No, no, no. No. Hey, and while you're at it, we've got Presence Float Center. It's a new float tank facility here in St. Louis. Use promo code WAL WALL for 10 bucks off. You doing a little floating? No. Not floating? <laughs> no. You just floating your mind. I'm taking you for a I'm, float guy. Are you sure? You want to go float? Yeah. Get your boy, he started the float movement, I man. I can less. I got my own dilemmas. <laughs> I, I, I was just a beat of my own drum. I don't, <laughs> I don't care what nobody does. Listen, Joey, <laughs> we talked to you about a year and a half ago. Whenever you hear you absolutely killed at Helium the last time you hear, I rank it in one of the top shows I've ever seen. Uh, as far as your physical appearance, you're coming in here slim and trim, man. You're looking trying, good. Brother. You've been on the mats? Yes. Yeah? Getting, getting worked over? You're really? going to jiu-jitsu three, three times, times a week. Four last week. Now, if it, wow! If, nice. I, got new, I got a new program. I got a new system. Okay, for Joey. Over Fifty. Are yeah. you going in, checking in on Facebook, and then leaving? No, are you getting some time out? Uh, checking on Facebook. Uh, no, you know Joey ain't messing with that. Foursquare. He's a foursquare guy. <laughs> I don't check in on Facebook. Let people know what I'm doing. No shit. So I don't bring the phone into jujitsu. Smart man. I don't bring my phone into. That's my hour. Focus yeah, yeah. time it's between eleven and one. It's my hour. And what has that? And what I would imagine that's done wonders for you, though. Yes, just. my wife. <laughs> you know, my wife. We have like schedules. So right. The baby's in daycare. I don't have to bring the phone in. My wife's around. Nice. So when I go into jujitsu, there's no phone. I go in there to get beat Love up it. by young kids, <laughs> and I go, I get out of that one. My body's rattling and stuff. Your body, my body feels like a tuning fork when I leave there. Like it just vibrates. How humbling is that? As Living a bigger guy, I've it's nothing worse than tapping right before you go out with a hundred and forty pound man's dick in your face. In your face, it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's it was the uh, hardest thing for me to do. It was the hardest thing for me to walk into one of those places. Right. You know, one of my best friends is a big jiu-jitsu guy, and mm-hmm. I couldn't go to him. No. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want to fail and embarrass him. So for the first three months, I went underground. Oh, wow. <laughs> I went hidden, hidden, Ooh. hidden, hidden. I didn't tell none of my friends I went. Every time I would go, I would get in the car afterward and go, why did I even do this? <laughs> wow. What, what, what do I want to die? I can't, I can't <laughs> even do a hip escape. I'm 340 pounds. I can't even move. And that's what got me so hooked that what if something does go down and I'm on my back? This is tough to overlook. That's a good point. So I said, I'm going to keep going back there. I'm going to stop kickboxing and doing all this 
stuff. I'm just going to go and get beat up on the mats. Right. And it was tough. I kept going. I couldn't breathe. I had to have surgery on my nose. Oh, like, wow. Jiu-jitsu has changed my life. Like, I couldn't <laughs> breathe and stuff. Like, I got the surgery. I hate needles. I got the surgery just so I could breathe better in jujitsu. That's impressive. You know, but that's a way to be, man. That's you- Listen, man. Uh, once you get the way you're going, mm-hmm. you know, there's an expression that's better to want than to have. You know, and you sit there when you become a comic and you want to do all these things, or an actor, or a photographer, you want to do all these things. And then one day you realize that you've gotten so involved in what you've loved, so involved that you've shut off the world. Like, when I got into comedy, I got into comedy. Right, right. You know, when I got into comedy, I was like Richard Gere, an officer and a gentleman. I got nowhere else to go. I got no mommy. I got no daddy. Right. I got no house. I got no credit card. You know, I got no dreams of Saturday Night Live. (laughs) It's either this or selling Coke. Yeah. Those were my options. It's either this or selling Coke. Mm. That's it. So when I got into it, I got into it. And, you know, over the years, I put on 400 pounds, and you realize when you get into something... And now I'm, I still love comedy more than ever, but jujitsu is my hobby. Nice. It's it's kind of nice to come here and you guys bust my chops and say, you know, we you did a great show or you're a legend. That's great for you. That that's great. But I also like being that fat dude, right, with the gi in the back of the class <laughs> that's hiding because he couldn't do all nineteen right, pushups. Right. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, that builds, for sure. That no, nothing more type, humbling. Nothing more humbling than wiping the mats down. Like I wiped oh, yeah. the mats down on yeah. little cranes. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh. like, I, I wiped the mats down. As a white belt, I would wipe the mats down. Wow. Yeah, I just you came off a movie then. set with De Niro and I'm there wiping mats, you know, and wow. kids and I, and I just got a I fell in love with it. Like, it's a place where nobody comes up to me and says, you want to take a picture? Nobody wants to take a picture with a fat dude right. that's sweaty with a gi on, with hamburger sweat and THC coming out of here. You know, you smell my armpits after jiu-jitsu. Smells like an edible and a bag of fat juice and, and cheeseburgers and reefer and God knows what else. And you don't want to smell my nutsack. That's a trem- that's a complete different situation. Thank God I wear me undies. But, you know... I go there, man, and that's what I am. I'm just a fat dude in the corner. That's the best way to be. I'm you, not Joey you will Diaz. get your I'm shit knocked nothing. in. You can go slaughter in front of a theater of two thousand people. Congratulations, you just got camorred by an eighteen year old. Yeah, by a, by a white belt <laughs> with two stripes. Yep. Oh, and now my elbow still hurts. You know, and you're like, damn. And it's just, I love it. I, it's something for me to do. I hate living in L.A. I really no, do no, hate I, living I, in that was, that was going to be my next question because a guy like you yeah, having to go it. to... I can't do it. I can't do it. I, are you going to be able to go back to Colorado someday? That's what we're just talking about on the drive. But if I go back to Colorado, I'm going to go to the Southern Slope. I'm really yeah. going to go on the witness relocation blank. <laughs> Telluride, the <laughs> yeah, Southern Slope on the other side. Play. You know, Boulder and all that stuff. It's like the rest of the country. you got to pay $1,000 to have a bathroom. Sure. You know, a little room. That's the rest of the country, guys. Yeah. I, I went to a lunch yesterday. It was 12 bucks. I, I even asked the waitress. I, I think you made a mistake. <laughs> I got a cup of soup, an iced tea, and a sandwich. It was $12. I'm like, I think you made a mistake. My dinner was 16 I had a piece of salmon. Jeez. It was $16 last night. I almost I almost died. What is it in particular about L.A., though? Because, again, I I can, I just know from your, just your personality and how you the grew up. The weather is beautiful. Just... The weather is beautiful. Uh, my surroundings are really great. Where right. I put myself and my wife and the baby. Right. Proximity to your to your fan to your friends too is nice, right? In the business, right? You can go you, jump into studios with I don't know how well, many I different podcasts. I live close to Burt. Okay. I live around the corner. I know from Burt, Studio City. 
I live close to Bert. I live close to Felicia. I live close to a couple cats. Everybody else I really don't see. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I don't see anybody else unless I go to the comedy store. Right. I'm hidden. You don't see Uncle Joey. I got shorts on with a hat. <laughs> nobody needs to see Uncle Joey in the daytime. I don't want to see nobody. You I wear that like, hat Sammy Sosa was wearing yesterday? No, I don't like the people. Oh, thank you. That, that's I don't like what I figured you were getting to, yeah. Listen, man, I'm an old school guy. Just tell me what you got to tell me. <laughs> right. Everything else is bullshit to me. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I was just talking about oh, the LA LA bullshit, they microdose. Man. They microdose. <laughs> they get body highs. You know, what the fuck are you talking about? You got to go to a weed store and just sit there and watch people asking for weed. You start, oh. you, you're like, you know what, man, where the fuck is ISIS when you need them? <laughs> they should come here with machine guns and shoot all these motherfuckers. <laughs> Because these are the ones ISIS has to shoot, right? Here. These dumb motherfuckers. So you're going, you're like, oh, 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 hey, they're over here, listen, behind the rock. Right, listen to me, listen to me. This is, this is Ventura Boulevard right here. Yeah, right. Busiest street on, in Studio City in the Valley. Perennials right in the corner. If you walk 10 yards and walk behind that fence, it's a running, it's a running yeah. path. Yeah. There's like a little water and there's dogs and shit. So sometimes it's part of an exercise thing. I walk to the weed store, I'll leave my house at 9.30 and get there by the time it opens at 10, and then I'll walk underneath and smoke a bone for the walk home. Right. So you're not, you know what I'm saying? For right. the walk mm-hmm. home, yeah. so you, yeah. you got a fucking parade going on. Yeah. <laughs> so I walked back there one day, and I said, let me just park right here. And there's these people walking by with fucking dogs or jogging or whatever the fuck they do. And... I swear to God, like 50 yards before they get to me, and I'm a professional smoker. Yeah, yes, I'm the you type are. Of dude that Efficient. I'll get a, I'll get a, a, a vapor pen. Right. Like a fucking. Uh huh. I don't even smoke vapor cigarettes. Nah. But I've. So when you see me, I'm smoking the vapor pen, but I'm really hitting the joint in my left hand. I'm like a fucking magician. <laughs> you don't even see it. You don't even see it. I love it. You know, right. So I even want you to double check yourself. I want you to go, I smell weed, but he's smoking a vapor pen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a blue or whatever the fuck those right, are. Right, right, right. I swear to God, I counted like 13 people. Nine of them, as they walked past me, actually covered their noses. <laughs> That's what you do when you're five and your grandpa farts or something yeah. like what? that. You, you want to let somebody know. These were that fucking so adults. Weird. These were adults that looked at me while I was smoking weed and actually covered their noses. And when they walked 50 yards from me, they turned around and took pictures of me. For smoking weed. This is like this. Are is you shitting me? Yeah, this is grown adult. This is Studio City. And studios that that's, Studio City. That's and you know ridiculous. there there were like three Facebook updates with a bunch of people saying, "You go, sister. Let them know." Letting them know that you, they didn't say anything to you, <laughs> but they sure didn't appreciate that you it's messed up crazy. their walk. That's so weird. I would it's have never anticipated crazy. that. That's where we stayed when we were out well, there. Yeah, it's, I it's know a, that is so. You, wow. you wouldn't expect that in that area. I would think people would end up dead in that that river ditch thing that you guys have. Yeah, but people. Not that like, man. That Studio. City. They're very, you know, and I don't even know the words to describe these people anymore. Everybody has descriptions like they're liberals on the, they're, they're on the left side or on the right side. Right. They're just fucking, it's just too much. Unbelievable. It's just too much, too much talking. It's too much talking for what you need to do. Just fucking do it, like Nike said. <laughs> Nike just said, do it, right? What the fuck is all this shit? And, the first thing is, and, you're, and Joey's a very laid-back guy. Like, Joey wants to do his do his shit and go hang out with family. Like, that's the that's thing. It. So that's funny. I'm an old man. Yeah. What do you do? Right, Not even right. old man. You've, li- you've had life experience. This yeah. is what kills me whenever somebody like that's like, have a real problem. 
get extradited from somewhere, get in some fucking trouble, some and then trouble. you, something, yeah, nothing. Something. They have nothing to gain experience it's from. It's just really weird. And now my daughter, you know, I have that, I live in that area, but the schools are really great there. Right, That's the sure. other shit you have to think about because everything is a private <laughs> fucking school. Yeah, very true. You know, we live in a country, when I was growing up, that you wanted to play basketball, and you just went, I go down to St. Louis fucking rec center, right. and they give me a t-shirt, and as long as I got sneakers and shorts, I can right. play basketball. Right. Not anymore. You got to pay for that fucking T-shirt. Mm -hmm. You know, all the government programs are done. You know, yeah. like every I can't believe it. Somebody said that it cost them one hundred eight dollars a week to put that kid in day day camp for the summer. Really, one eighty a fucking week. That's seven twenty a fucking month. And Joey, the funny thing is that is I think that's like a, a discounted that's rate. Discount, yeah. yeah, that's his cheap. son's a, a counselor. He's got to help. Wow, other yeah, it's wow. generally more than that too. One eighty a fucking yeah. week. What have happened to going to the PAL and shooting pool? I can't deal and with that. They teach how to shoot a gun. The cops and they take you to a river with county. <laughs> With those fucking county jail sandwiches. Yeah. The bologna with the cheese. With Are the those mustard. the worst sandwiches ever? Worse with do an you ever apple. Do that? Whatever you go in, not that I've heard or have experienced this, you go in and then you get tough. You're like, I don't want that sandwich. You got no and choice, an hour bitch. Later. <laughs> an hour later. Yeah, but it's wheat bread. I'm gluten free. Bitch. Hey, what are you, Joey, what are you doing an hour later? I wish I would have taken that sandwich. You, you see, black people are uh -huh. allergic to peanuts. Uh, no, hell no. Right? Black get people are allergic uh -huh. to peanuts. Uh -huh. You never met a black dude that's allergic to peanuts. <laughs> not one. In the ghetto, nobody's no. allergic to peanuts. No. No. You eat shit you're allergic to. Yeah. Peanuts, <laughs> sunflower fucking seeds. Black people don't give a fuck. We don't. They're not allergic to peanuts. Not one black we guy don't. will come out we and be allergic to peanuts. Really right, don't. Only rich people are allergic to peanuts and they got allergies. Give me all that shit. I tried to, Joey, I tried to tell my dad, my dad about, yeah, about celiac, about gluten allergies. Like, what the fuck is a gluten allergy? If you don't get out my damn face. When I went to prison, there was no sleep apnea. They no sleep apnea machines in prison. You'll sleep like a motherfucker. You understand me? That's sleep exactly. apnea, sleep with one eye open. So I'll be fucking the ass. That's sleep apnea in prison. Wow. You gotta sleep with one eye open so somebody don't cosby your asshole and shit. Was Conor McGregor eating gluten-free potatoes five years ago? You know, no. he was eating fucking welfare. Yeah, yeah. Fucking whatever. Government the fish cheese. and chips. Oh, yeah. It's fucking crazy what happens when you get $3. You become gluten-free and wait. I don't eat spinach no more. I eat kale. Exactly. You got $3, bitch. Are you, oh, that's why he ate yeah. the leg. Yeah. Thank you for... Uh, he can't drop the mic the way they're set up in here, but if he would have spiked it and left, no one would have been upset. <laughs> that's a way to say it. fucking crazy. Are you keeping up with Mayweather McGregor? Not at all. Not at all. No at all. shit. Or is it because you're back into jujitsu that you're just kind of you're, you're focused on that? You're not paying attention to the sporting aspect of it anymore. Just not I, I not your bag, that, man. I love all that stuff, guys. Yeah, but let's be honest. What the fuck are we becoming? Yeah, yeah. What the got real quiet in here? Nobody's got an becoming? answer. It's 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 uh, it's uh, we talked about it and the along the lines of they would be better off just selling the press conference as opposed to watching the spot because it's at the end of the day it still comes back to a, the boxing match you remember, which we all I think understand isn't going to be actually a boxing match. Your boy your boy Schaub and, is is pushing McGregor being legitimate. We just talked remember Alan Belcher? Yes. We talked to him earlier on our morning great guy, show. Great oh, guy. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, with that the Southern great draw. Good. Yeah, yeah, great, great story. Too. Southern draw. But he was—he kind of giggled, <laughs> you know. He's like, eh, "This ain't gonna be anything," as far as McGregor Mayweather. Did you read the Keith Richards book? Uh-uh. All right, it kind of sucked. Yeah. Did you read it? But but he had he had some great points in there that we've gotten so far that we've forgotten what's important. This is a fucking seventy-year-old junkie. Sure. 
70-year-old junkie that says that we can't even make live music no more. Technology has gotten so much in the way that we have forgotten. When was the last live album that a band made? Tool's still out. Tool, a bunch of little bands are still rocking. Sure. There's no live That's album. We've gotten so far ahead of ourselves, we don't even know how to tape a live album. Kiss made their careers on a live album. Judas Priest made their career on a live album. Cheap Trick made their career on a live album. We don't have a way to tape a fucking live album today. It's not, you like, Joey, what's it got to do with McGregor? It's the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. What about happened to just two guys fucking fighting with the UFC? Sure. We enjoyed it. It's a spectacle. It. This it. is for sure a we spectacle. Loved it. We this all is did all love it. WWE, we everything. We loved going yeah. into the fights. And yeah. Everything. You know when the last time I went to a fight was? Maybe four years ago, because I can't watch them no more. Really? Wow. I can't, I can't be in that fucking realm anymore. Mm. Interesting. And Joe's one of my best friends in life, and he knows how I feel. Yeah. It's become something that, like, it just became something else. Right, right. When I turn on Sundays and football, I know what I'm going to fucking watch. Guess what? If I put fucking football on a Sunday and it says the Jets against the Raiders, I'm going to get the Jets against the Raiders. Right. They're not going to call me at 10 and go, hey, we're not going to put the Raiders. They're only 3-1. and one. They're 3-9. and nine. <laughs> right. Let's put the San Francisco on because they're 9-1. and one. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it, it always, I, I forgot what I was watching with the UFC. Mm. Nobody remembers this, and I will hold this till the day I die. When McGregor fought Dennis Seaver, he was yes. not supposed to fight Dennis Seaver. He wasn't. He was supposed to fight Frankie Edgar, and the career would have gone somewhere else. I'm not saying that he would have lost to Frankie Edgar. I'm not saying these things. But I'm saying all those things in the beginning right. I did not agree with, and I lost interest. Right now, you have a, a sensational thing. You have a, a brand, the UFC, yep. and you're stepping away from your brand. To promote this, mm. you tell you know what I'm saying like, yeah? and I love Khan. I think he's a great talent, but I think that we've handled them a little wrong in the UFC because I've been in the position where those fighters have been. I've been where I wasn't the guy that was shining. You know, when you go to Vegas, like last week, and I went to Vegas. When you go into the MGM Grand, the thing about going to the MGM Grand, you wake up early and you go eat breakfast, and all the fighters are there. Yeah, yeah. And you could actually talk to them and see who looks good. <laughs> and see who didn't get high the night before right. <laughs> and see who adjusted to the fucking weight cut, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, McGregor one day said, I'm not staying at that hotel. Get a mansion now. So they put him in a fucking mansion. The UFC pays for that. You know, how do I feel as a fighter that's ranked number one? How does Tony Ferguson feel right now? Sure. How does a lot of those guys feel, you know? He's sticking up a division, you know. I didn't mind him coming fight McGregor, but let's fight Tony Khabib first. Or let's fight Khabib, or let's fight Tony Henry. Let's do our business with the UFC first. Right. Why do we have to wait for him to do this and take time off? I didn't think about that point. No, it's it's the law of diminishing returns. Look what happened to the UFC last week, the card. Yeah. You know, it's like anything else. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. You know, it's like anything else. I love the UFC, and Mm -hmm. it took me a long time to become a spectator. Like, at first, I turned it on, and I saw a guy built like me fighting a guy built like you. Me with suspenders on and shit. I don't want to watch that shit. I just go to a bar in fucking Mississippi and watch that. Yeah, exactly. Some guy come in, Knock somebody's you know, beer over your own Yeah, you yeah. know. That was a joke. Then I turned it on one day, and Anderson Silva was kicking the shit out of Chris Levin. Oh, And I go, brutal. Jesus Christ, if this is what it is, I'll watch this yeah. shit. You know? <laughs> and now it's become something else, you know. I'm not going to give... I love Mayweather. I sure. Love, I, 
he's so annoying. You gotta love him. Whenever he was on twenty for twenty, <laughs> counting money and throwing it and smacking Talking women, to like you a cell phone. Him. He's fucking crazy. Yeah, he he's shows a, up. There's ninety two black dudes waiting for him. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I never seen like right. he controls black people like Martin Luther King does. He didn't even march. Never, motherfucker, never marched. He, he giving he, out cash, not he, checks. People won't he get tells in line. People wait for me down there at ten o'clock. He don't show till midnight. <laughs> They're out there waiting uh-huh. for him, bro. It's crazy the shit he does. Yeah. But he's entertaining to watch. Like, you hate him, but you go, let me watch this 2020. Yeah, 24-7. 24-7, you know. What a difference a year makes. We had Joey on a little bit over a year ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. And a lot has changed in the country. Um, Has that changed... I, want, I know it hasn't changed you, but has it changed any of your approach on stage or what you are willing to talk about or what you're willing, what you're not wanting to talk about? Has, has your act Listen, changed at all since everything? I got felonies. <laughs> so I don't give a fuck about your political <laughs> bullshit. That's number one. Right. Number two, uh, rule number one, when I grew up with it in my mother's bar, no politics and no religion at right. the table. That's the quickest way to incite a fucking argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Start talking about your religious beliefs, which is bullshit anyway. I'm a religious person, but right. I'm not going to come in and tell you about them. Fuck right. you. Right. You go find the journey yourself. You get your own fucking Buddha. You know what I'm saying? So, Joey Diaz, I'm not your Buddha. Yeah, I'm not your fucking Buddha. Coming this winter. Yeah. Everybody has their own religious journey. Right, right. You know? So why am I going to sell you mine? Shut the fuck up. Right. You know, what happened in the country this year, I don't know. It was kind of weird kind of entertaining to watch i mean as an intelligent human being that i'm not i watch all this shit and right. I giggle it's like one big reality show i was gonna say does when he look like a poor performer up on stage if we're talking about trump or is he mm-hmm. is he effective at what he does i, I have no fucking idea i yeah. just know that every time i see sean spicer i think it's a fucking joke it's like when uh you know ding dong who is it I don't know. And you get the dumbest guy in the room to answer it. You go answer the door. Like they send the dumbest guy out there to go talk to him. And poor Sean. You can't call him stupid because he's been putting up. He's That's an impossible up. job. He's stuttering yeah. up there. He, he, I, I don't know. <laughs> and they sent the chick out for a while. And that poor soul, God bless his soul, yeah. but she can't cover the spread either. <laughs> she can't cover the spread either. I mean, I love her to death. You got to love right. these people. It's like you taking responsibility for your husband or something. You got to right. go out there like, I'm sorry. He broke you. <laughs> he ran down 18 people last night. Are you familiar with the term, bless their heart? Yeah, bless their heart. Bless yeah. their heart. I think that's what you do. <laughs> you know, I saw, what I saw living in Studio City was, I saw a bunch of people all were on the bandwagon with Bernie Sanders. This is me as an outsider. That's right. Studio City. And then they all switched to Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. and they all had those parties, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like, I, 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 somebody hit me up on Twitter, they're trying to be cute. They said, uh, we've just listened to an old podcast, and you said Trump would never be president, because I told the story on the Rogan podcast right. Right. way before he this, even got elected right. when I went to prison. Right. But my job when I got out was to work for a window frame company where they sell sashes uh-huh. and, and door frames yeah. and shit. I had a job. And when I got locked up, uh, that was my out. That was my that was getting me out of the state of right. Colorado. Yeah. But I had a job in Jersey, and as I went to go out, I called the guy, and he goes, I don't have a job for you no more. He goes, you ever hear this developer called Trump? 
Mm. He goes, he put us out of business because Trump would go to small business owners and make big big orders. Yeah. So if I come to you and go, you know what, I want to order 2,000 windows, you're going to come in your pants. Yeah. Because the most windows you've ever sold is two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to your mother on yeah. the same bed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Her, well, her friend Nancy was really interested uh, as well. Right. <laughs> I'm Donald Trump. Let me get 2,000 windows. Yeah. Right. I need a deposit, Mr. Trump. We know who you are. We don't need the money. Trump took the orders, shut them out. They're, they're mom and pop. They've been in business for 40 years. Right. They can't handle 2,000 fucking windows. No. So all, he shut down all these businesses. I knew about that. Just very, I figured if I knew about that, and I'm an asshole, wait till fucking the NCIS does a background check on you. You know, and everybody finds out about all his mafia ties. Yeah. If you read the book Underboss, read the book Underboss, it says it right in the fucking book. Sammy the Bull says it in the fucking book that he goes, let's pretend. He even says, he goes, let's pretend. I'll give you a guy like Trump. Let me tell you how the business, the construction <laughs> scam works. He goes, I'll give you a guy like Trump. About a year before, no, about six months before he ran, they interviewed the hot little chubby daughter. Remember? And she said, I, I want Trump to win so he gives my dad a pardon. Nobody remembers that? She said that? The chubby little rat, the crime stopper? Nobody remembers the chubby little chick. I, I recall her, but I don't remember. Yeah, she said, I, I would love Trump to be president so he can pardon. So he give my dad a yeah. pardon. He, got wow. it. He, had, he bought the casino in Atlantic City yeah. from yeah. the mob. He did mob financing. So if I knew this shit just right. from word of mouth, can you imagine what intelligent oh. white people must know? <laughs> what intelligent white people must know? Oh, my God. This is a catastrophe. This is a calamity. How did this happen? We have to get a set. If I know this, I'm a fat fucking dummy. What the fuck does the government know? How are we feeling about Cuba right now? You feeling good? Open it back up, get things moving. Fuck those bitches. I knew it. No, 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 no. I'm happy they opened up. Trump you told such a great story. I don't remember whose podcast it, it was it on. Trump closed it. Yeah, again. but if, if if the door is it was open, it, I think there's more to be had from a relationship with it. Are you cool with that? The story what what was the story you told? You met a Cuban father. Shared a cigarette with him, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know I what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't remember what podcast yeah, you were on. No, but, uh, I, I went and I uh, went back home. Yeah. I took my family and I went to the park where I played as a child. Oh, wow. And there was a little kid there, a little girl playing with my daughter, and I heard him talking Spanish. And, mm -hmm. and I go, you Cuban? He goes, we just got, it was like December 6th. They had just gotten there in November. Thanksgiving oh. Day, they got here. Oh, wow. They were just fresh to the country, and I started talking to them, and he still had the Russian cigarettes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cigarettes yeah. and yeah. shit, and... Uh, I smoked on with him. We just, and you know, it's kind of a shame. I have a sister there. My mm -hmm. cousins are the national band in Cuba. Oh wow! So I get all the word when they come back. Like yeah, they they coming now to visit me. I bet okay. they're watched like a hawk Next when they week. come through the states. Yeah, too. but I guess that the musicians and shit they treat them so good. Yeah, like after all the uh, what do you call it? Defect defections? defections. Yeah, they they up the ante with these guys. They mm -hmm. put them in wow. nice houses. And, sure. You know, so my cousins really don't suffer. My sister suffers. Mm. My sister don't want to come back. Yeah. I called my sister three months ago. I, I just found that I could sponsor you for a month. Mm. I go, I can't go there. But why don't you come up here, eat some Chinese food and shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smoke some reefer. Right. Meet yeah. your niece, meet your sister-in-law. Yeah, get looked down at whenever you're on a walk she smoking. She told me I don't want to do it. She don't no do shit. it. Because wow. I'm too old. I wouldn't understand what's going on. Oh, Wow. I said, okay. So mm. That's tough. I just send her a little money every month. Of I send the pictures, and we make the best of it. Do I want to go down there? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. 
I don't know how I feel yet. Yeah, I, I, I could imagine. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. I I, it's a weird thing, yeah. Especially with it opening, closing, coming back and forth, yeah, maybe I some terrible... I mean, so many Cuban-Americans hate Fidel Castro, the family. So many, like, dear friends that are Cuban. Of course, of course. And, uh, like, one dear friend of mine is Rudy Sarzo. He plays bass for Ozzy Osbourne's oh, okay, band. Okay, okay. hate Cuban dude. And, like, he refuses to go back while Fidel's people are still there. Right. Wow. That's the big thing now. If so guilt by association. If Fidel's yeah. people are still there. Makes sense. You know, and it's so weird how people just don't remember anything. Mm -hmm. we, we, as Americans, we don't want to remember anything. Yeah. And I watched this show called Celia. Did you watch it on Netflix? It's on. It's about Celia Cruz, the singer. Mm -hmm. When you want to learn about fucking Cuba, watch the 20 fucking first episodes of that show. Good stuff. Watch. Deep. Watch. Wow. Watch. I'll check watch, it out. Watch how they treated people with color. Mm. Watch how they treated homosexuals. Watch how Cuba was. You'll die. Yeah. You'll mm. die. I remember being a young kid, and there was like a Cuban guy one time in my house, and me going, what the fuck's this problem? My mom goes, you don't want to stay in a, they, they're not allowed in a room with another gay man. Hmm. Wow. And he was still like in, in like the U.S. If you're gay, I'm not allowed in this fucking room. Interesting. Wow. Like and it, it carried with him to the U.S. You know, Celia Cruz, they didn't want her in the bank because she was dark-skinned. Mm -hmm. Watch wow. how much fight they had to go through. That's crazy. To get Celia Cruz. My uncle till today says, he goes, these fucking black people don't know nothing about racism. My uncle always said, he goes, they know nothing. This is, this is mild racism. He goes, go to Cuba. He goes, go to Cuba. They had a neighbor in Cuba. He goes, as a kid, whenever dark-skinned Cubans uh -huh. came, you had to move to El Congo. That's what they called that neighbor, no. the Congo. Like, that's just oh, disrespectful. Wow, that's crazy. As can be. Like, yeah. they just, he goes, this is mild racism in the United <laughs> so States. He goes, this is nothing. <laughs> yeah. He goes, the KKK is diet racism. <laughs> they're, they're daycare of racism <laughs> compared to fucking Cubans. <laughs> Cubans are the most racist fucking people in the world. <laughs> racist. Oh, wow. Racist Cubans. That's people like, we call them Pasadena Cubans. <laughs> like, if you go to a Cuban's house, in Pasadena and you bring a Mambo album like one I brought like a, like a good Mambo album these dark skinned mm -hmm. Cubans uh -huh. it was like a Christmas album I brought it to their house and I put it on because there's three types there's two types of Cubans there's Cubans they know they got black blood in them uh -huh. and there's Cubans that know they got black blood in them they just don't really want to think about it. <laughs> they're not ever going to do that fucking... They're not ever going to do the swab the in their mouth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, your uncle was dark-skinned. We don't talk about him now. We don't talk really about him. Uncle? He was a cousin, cousin, you know. So it's, they're, they're fucking racist. So wow. they're Pasadena Cubans. That's what I call them. Pasadena Cubans. Oh, Pasadena Cubans. You go to their house and put on like a Mambo album. <laughs> and they have like, oh, take it off. Take it off. Take it off. Please take it off. Like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> Joey, I can't thank you enough for coming. I know you got a Bro, busy thank ass you day, very man. Much for having it's me, so man. nice you to have you back. Yeah. It's great to see you. We'll again, have to man. see really you this weekend. You, I highly recommend going to see Joey at Helium. Saw him last year. I'll be there this One year. One question, no. Please. She a deaf mute? She didn't say two fucking words. <laughs> they got the questions. I'm just nah, here for a random one-liners. Hey, discuss the best Cuban sandwich you've ever had with Joey. Ooh. Well, it was you get Cuban. get a goal with food. Where? <laughs> Where was it? I don't remember. I was probably hammered. <laughs> probably fucking hammered. So. <laughs> Dig in, Carly. Do have Cuban joints here in St. Louis, my love? I beg your pardon? Do they have Cuban joints here in St. Louis? Do they have Cuban joints here in St. Louis?
I'm sure you could find a great Cuban sandwich at a sandwich shop. There aren't, uh, I'm trying to think of any Cuban restaurants. Well, they might because they have like Portuguese cuisine and like Brazilian cuisine. Fucking Lexington, Kentucky has two Cuban restaurants. (laughs) And fucking Louisville has four. You You motherfuckers better have one. And even Minneapolis got one. Fucking Minneapolis thinks they're Chicago now, man. What's that problem? Cuban restaurant is so good. They got to close that at one o'clock. No shit. She's not even Cuban, she's Greek. But what? she grew up in Cuba. Ah. She's interesting as fuck. She grew up in Cuba. That, that fucking woman could cook, Chad. Oh, man. Lines. Lines <laughs> for the Cuban bro- What'd you find, little brother? Told you. Oh, my God. Oh, of course, Justin would know. So we're, okay, so uh, Boogaloo and, okay, so we have that. I mean, they they probably want you to think they're Cuban. I don't know if any Cuban people are hanging out. That's cool, though. No, they they gotta- listen, Cubans are like dog shit. There's three of them in every state. <laughs> There's three of them in every county. When sure. they come off from Cuba, the church drops them off in your fucking neighborhood. They're like dog shit. There's always a Cuban somewhere. They're hanging out. It's like Mexicans. There's always a Mexican. That's why you can always get drugs. You could be in Snake River, North Dakota. I was one time I was in Snake River. I couldn't I couldn't wait to do a line of Coke. Nobody had Coke in North Dakota. Yeah. I see a Mexican dishwasher in the back. I just winked at him. He knew what time. He came right over. I go, you got a cousin, don't you? Fuck yeah. yeah. Within two hours, I had a gram of blow in Snake River, North Dakota. We, we, are, we are less than a mile away from the Mexican district here, Cherokee Street. Oh, yeah. You want to go hang out oh, up there and tell them Mexican. how safe is? It's fun. There you go. People can you, can so you think you could score up there? Oh, I could score anywhere. Oh, anywhere? I could score in Harlem. Who, who are you looking at in this room first to get you something? Oh, no, I got weed. I brought weed oh, with no, no. me and pot let's cookies say, and shit. Let's say you had a, an aggressive TSA pat down. You're destroyed. In this room, who do you point to to say, hey, make it happen? Ah, oh, <laughs> just the hippie chick. Always. <laughs> That's my little sexy hippie. <laughs> Always got to find She's out. got something at the yeah. house. Yeah, she does. Something she, Xanax. Something. Yeah. She's got something. She masks it with uh, her creative juice. Yeah, right? no, she's yeah, a yeah. bad motherfucker. I can tell. Yeah. She's thinking about moving. She's going to go to Colorado. That's where she belongs. Trees, nature, and marijuana. <laughs> you go topless, let the hair grow in the armpits. <laughs> Nobody says nothing to you. <laughs> I, know. I, I think he's honest. He's like, Jada. I know. He's, 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 oh, as soon as she came in, she's like, I love mountains. <laughs> That's the one right there. You're like, yeah, you've got Once the a good woman stuff. loves mountains and the wilderness. Fucking Joey Diaz. Go see him at Helium Comedy Club. Thank you so much. Great work. Take care. Thank you very much, man. Joey Diaz, we're out. We're now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network.